Listen, nothing lasts forever, man. You know, that's just how a democracy declines, right? The populace degenerates until we elect a guy like that, and he just ruins what's left. I mean, we used to be great. We used to be uh, have a great workforce. We used to be educated. We used to pretend to be moral, right? Now everything's made in China by fucking babies. Everybody's stupid on purpose, and nobody gives a shit about anything except consumer pleasures. So why not Trump? Let's just get this shit over with. That should be his slogan. Trump, let's get this shit over with. I like that slogan. It's a good one. I sort of agree. Yeah. <laughs> Shwammo! <laughs> I don't know. You needed your own catchphrase. Shwigga! I don't know. It sounded racist. Tis I, the Prince of Podcasting, the bipolar rock and roller, the pastor of pain. <laughs> pastor of pain. <laughs> and I will be the deacon of destruction. <laughs> we can have a religious gimmick. <laughs> I like it. Uh, well, cut it. We're done. Okay, we, episode we've over. done everything we need to do here. It's been it's been nice talking to you. Have a nice day. And just kidding. Tis I, the Prince of Podcasting, along with the Deacon of Destruction. <laughs> Let me tell you, dude. <sighs> it's episode seventy-eight of the world's greatest podcast. That's right, I said the world's greatest podcast. And I'm here with the Deacon of Destruction, the Duke of Discourse, the human incarnation of the infield fly rule, old Chucky Tater Sacks over there. Aaron and Elena could not join us today. Actually, we were supposed to record this yesterday. They might have been able to join us today if I'd have told them that we had to postpone. Uh, well, meh. Uh, they probably wouldn't. They probably wouldn't. They're probably too tired. They're tired. They're tired. You know, cooking all those meals with all that olive oil. Those jugs are heavy. Those olive oil jugs are heavy. <laughs> I was going to say something. <laughs> they get else. the fifty-five gallon barrel, and Aaron has to <laughs> Aaron <laughs> squats it. <laughs> he has to to. He has to roll it out like <laughs> he's got the pump like the new. To, you know, fucking motor oil. Yeah, the oil. Yeah, he's going to do all that. So I can see why they'd be tired. Yeah. Plus the the olive oil they gets real thick, so it doesn't come out of the pump very good. No, it's real thick. I mean, it's it's like gel. It's it's, it's hair, olive gel. It's like I mean, hair gel. Yeah. It's like olive hair gel, and that's why his hair always looks so slick now. Yeah. He's he's starting to worry me with that. It is weird. I mean, the butterfly collar and the dahlia are really getting, <laughs> and plus all the the oil stains on his shirts. Yeah, it's where really, his, his mullet hangs over. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> and that fact that he the fact that he dug up the guy who played Larry on Three's Company. Yeah, why? And, well, the guy said he's gonna try to open a place called the Regal Beagle. Yeah. I think Aaron's gonna be an investor. You know, it's that is true. I mean, investing with olive oil and toenail clippings. Both good things. Great things. Yeah. Things that I love. <laughs> anyway, They're your uh, favorite things. Yeah, it's my favorite things. Um, lots happened this week. It's, lots of things have happened. Lots of news. Um, I don't know what any of it is, <laughs> but that's why you're here. Because you know things and stuff. Sometimes. Sometimes I do. I don't. I don't know anything. Um, uh, what they're, uh, 
the uh, the um, the guys that played army there in Oregon, the militia fellers. Yeah, you know, they got acquitted of all charges. Acquitted of all charges, and, and rightfully so. I mean, well, I mean, apparently the, the patriots, patriots, they are. <laughs> apparently, they didn't do anything wrong. Those are publicly owned lands. So, what are you going to do? Well, but no. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's hard to convict a guy who wears a cowboy hat that well. You know, you're not getting any traction with the uh, jury. If uh, you ask the man not to wear his cowboy hat in there, no, and then it's cl- it's a clear advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's and then the, you got the way he had the duster. You got three or four and head, gloves, and the way they'd play the uh, theme from the Good and the Bad and the Ugly every time they'd walk in. Yeah, I mean, Mackie's <laughs> 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 getting all jacked up over there. Mackie's. Every time they'd come in, they'd play that, and they'd have a, a freaking dry ice blowing through. Like. Yeah, uh, and then that one time, Bill Goldberg. It was a big production. Bill Goldberg let him in that one time, which is odd because he's Jewish. But, yeah. you know, but they don't know that. So, that's, you know. Uh, he's the best Jew, Bill Goldberg. <laughs> I think the best quote I've ever heard about that is I had a history professor in college who said, if Poland was filled with Jews like that in 1939, World War II never would have happened. <laughs> Just everybody taking jackhammers, <laughs> getting speared. Yeah, all the tanks are getting knocked over with your angry turtle shoulder Jews. blocks. <laughs> <laughs> the German high command has been putting jackhammers. <laughs> and he brings his own referee, yeah. and the referee counts him. They're not allowed to participate anymore. They got pinned. (laughs) He pinned them. They can't participate anymore. I mean, you know, that's the way war works. Speaking of war. Um, What's it good for? (laughs) Absolutely nothing. Say it again. (laughs) (laughs) Good God, (laughs) y'all. There is a potential civil. Tilt the mic down a little. There we go. Potential civil war. And uh, brewing around the Standing Rock uh, Reservation and the pipeline at the moment. Can't wait. The UN apparently is being sent in. Well, I heard. I don't know about them being sent in. I know that they said they're they going should, to investigate. Actually. They should. They said that uh, construction should be halted. Here's the deal with that. Okay, we were talking about what this. is the deal? I mean, Native Americans. <laughs> um, here's the deal with that. Okay, the United States when it finally ceased the wars against the Indians when they had finally beaten them into subjugation by a little history lesson. Um, it is a literal fact that the United States, every treaty they made with the Native Americans, they broke. Every one of them. Yeah, as we are wont to do. Um, so after all that was said and done, because the Native Americans were still in a lot of ways a force to be reckoned with in some things, they actually said, well, listen, here's what we're going to do. Um, we're going to treat you as sovereign nations, and we'll treat with you as such. So technically, on the reservations and, and in places like on the Cherokee Reservation, Cherokee Those people. Cherokee pride. <laughs> oh, I should have told you to punch that song up. What the fuck do you think I'm doing right now? <laughs> now, which one do we want? Do we want Indian Outlaw or the original? The original. Because I know Indian Outlaw um, – Copied that one part of the song. Paul Revere and the Raiders. There it is. It's very Native American feeling. Yeah, with that moog synth. The drums. (laughs) 
Anyway, you were giving a history lesson. Um, so therefore, because of that reason, the United Nations, there are Native American tribes who go to the United Nations and represent their tribes. That does happen. But what they're doing now is because the level of shittiness the United States government has treated these countries, basically, that they have treaties with and understandings with, these tribes have said, well, why don't we just do this? We'll just go to the UN and complain that we'll be tre- being treated badly by a nation we're dealing with. We're being Kuwaited as though America yes, Iraq and we are Kuwait. Absolutely. That, that's exactly what they're doing. They are doing, that's a good analogy, they're pulling in Iraq. I don't know if you know this, but I'm really good at this. They don't call me the prince of podcasting for shits and giggles. They don't, sir. I mean, that, that award hanging over there on that wall. Yeah. That wall right there, daddy! Look at that wall, dude! I earned it with my blood, my sweat, my tears! Cherokee tribe, so proud to leave. These guys are the least Cherokee people <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. You know, there's a there is a there's a singing group that was composed all of Native American guys, and they were like a soul singing group. That would make a great movie. I don't know, I can't remember what they were called or whatever. But let's try to come up with names for them. <laughs> this could get bad uh, or great. Uh, there's, there's a there's a thin line. Well, yeah, <laughs> but we're want to step over. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, the no treaty players. Oh, I like that. The um, the the four scalps. Tomahawk and roll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, that's it. <laughs> I don't think we can come up with a better one than that. I was trying to think of something with Seminole or something. I don't know. And, uh, but anyway, so because of that, um, there's going to be an interesting thing that's going to happen. Because the media blackout is because of this reason. Uh, we were talking about this. The Native American tribes have been treated so badly through the, from the beginning of the history of the United States to the current day. It has not stopped. Not one time. That, uh, that the media blackout is an effort by the United States to make sure that most of this shit doesn't come to light. There are political prisoners still sitting in the United States. There's one in particular, Leonard Paltier, one of the leaders of the American Indian Movement. And, God, it's so wrong. <laughs> but um, he was, after a legal extradition from Canada, because two FBI agents got killed, he was brought... You know, you, you can't do that. You just can't do that. But we're the United States, and so we did it anyway. Um, and put him in jail. Evidence came to light proving his innocence was ignored. Every time that he comes up for clemency, the FBI applies pressure to, the, to Washington, telling them and trying to make sure that he doesn't get out. Because they know if he does, heads are going to roll. And if the media finally scratches the surface on this, and that's why the Amy Goodman with Democracy Now!, they tried to railroad her into jail. She was facing 25 years. If they got everything that they were going to try to get on her, she was facing 25 years. Yeah. So what does that tell you? That a 
that a small time journalist reporting and just showing, and it, you could go see it on YouTube right now. Attack dogs attacking people, pepper they're, spraying. They're, a cop saying, "I didn't spray anyone," and he has pepper spray in his hand. They're marking people with numbers when they arrest them, putting them in uh, dog kennels. Are they really for shizzle? I didn't know about that. Yeah, look at you getting mad. You making that up? <laughs> no, I'm not making it up. I You're not making this. that up. No, I saw it. Um, okay, well, that's even worse. You know, I, with this election and the fact that we're dealing with the populace that we're dealing with, and now with the Native Americans, I have effectively washed my hands. I don't. You should wash your hands all the time. I really pee. should. Yeah. I really work with food. <laughs> Just grubby, grubby ass hands. I mean, I don't want to have the, uh, you know, the uh, dick ham sandwich. You know, it's <laughs> when you get done playing with the old dick, you know. Anyway, the pube special, <laughs> the Fremonda cheese sandwich, mm. um, nummy. But if all that comes to light, that's why the medium blackout and the Native Americans have been marching on CNN. See, even the quote unquote liberal media won't touch it because they know that if they do, they're controlled by interests too. That's the thing. They're all controlled by larger interests. And these larger interests involve things such as this pipeline and stuff like that. Well, yeah. And one, well, yeah, but, Oil companies but I'm telling the people who don't know, yeah. you know, and once these things come to light, man, the United States government in the, in the, the shit they've done recently, in recent years, once that comes to light, that's, that's shit you can't get off your shoe. That stink won't go away. They were sterilizing Native American women on the Pine Ridge Reservation without their knowledge. They were pursuing, this was in the 70s and even into the 80s. They were doing this. They were still pursuing a line of genocide. They were still doing it because they, because they know how bad what they've done is. They know the unbroken line of awful, Awful war crimes, Nuremberg type shit that they've done. Once it comes to light, the United States isn't the shining fucking hero anymore. They're just as shitty as fuck as everybody else. So once that comes to light, what are they going to do? Here's what they should do. I'm going to take a picture of you and put a meme up of it that has as shitty as fuck as everybody else. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> um, but here's what they should finally do. Obama should just do this. Don't give a fuck last term thing. What she did, what he should do is free Leonard Paltier. Finally free the one of the leaders of the American Indian movement. He's been called the American Mandela. That's really what he is. Um, do that. Halt the pipeline. Stop it. Come out and, ha and say a speech and said, with these two things, I'm going to try to build some healing between us and our indigenous people and try to finally make this country what it actually said it's going to be. And that and include everyone, all inclusive. Well, he's at it to maybe legalize marijuana. Yes, of <laughs> course. But, I mean, I think, you know, I think it's time. I think that in this Armageddon fucking pell-mell course we're going towards, that's one of the few things that could really just reset us and be like, you know, he's right. You know, let the guy free. Let's stop this. Let's finally deal with these issues and bring them to light and say, we're sorry about this. We're really sorry. We're not just going to give you casinos. That's that, By the way, I got onto an, uh, a, a thread today and arguing with people. If you are a person and you're discussing the Native Americans with another person who's informed about them and you say this phrase, well, we gave them casinos, you're a <laughs> cunt. You're a fucking uninformed cunt. So, you know, there's that. Tax-free casinos, man.
It's everybody's dream. Uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it really works out for them. It doesn't. Works out for some of them. Well, just like anything else. Just like anything else. But that's not. I mean, doing that is hardly building the reservations like you said you were going to. Educating their children, making sure that their that their hospitals are something, giving them care that would make Haiti blush. You know what I mean? It's fucking horrible. The Pine Ridge Reservation, I know you'll never read it, so we, you know, but you, not that you don't read, it's just that. I don't read. Well, you say you don't. So, (laughs) but the book, uh, Barry, well, there's a couple. Barry My Heart at Wounded Knee by D. Brown. And then there's another one called D. Brown, the basketball player from the Celtics. Yeah, he's a great author, too. Really? Yeah, it's, it's amazing. He did, he did that one dunk. He went back in time. One dunk where he covered his eyes. Yeah, he went back in time and wrote this book. He went back in time. (laughs) He jumped in the DeLorean, wrote the book. Came back and did the dunk. I mean, it's crazy. It was one day. He jumped off the hood of the DeLorean and did the dunk. He pulled it off as the DeLorean was going. You couldn't see the DeLorean unless no, you because the cameras back then couldn't no. slow down. That's right. They couldn't. They couldn't get that super slow motion. But there's that one. But the one that will really, if you're a person like It'll I, throttle am, your nuts. The, the one that'll just make you want to tear your teeth out. You're so angry. Is uh, in the spirit of Crazy Horse about. The thing with the FBI and stuff, because that's a small part of the book. An- another part of the book is explaining to you why this happened and the conditions on Pine Ridge Reservation and really most reservations in the United States and how horrendous the cor- conditions to this day are. We've all seen pictures. We've all seen the, you know, stuff like that. Thunderheart was actually supposed to be more on the mark when it came to, it was actually supposed to be, from my understanding, a movie version. A, a true telling of what actually happened with that, but the FBI wouldn't let it happen. The FBI wouldn't let Robert Redford call uh, release a documentary for years after he made it called Incident at Aglala. It, it, it was just released not long ago because they said this will compromise agents in the field and make the agency look bad. Robert Redford, being the guy he, he is, because he's an awesome guy, basically said, "You should look bad, and I'm releasing it anyway." <laughs> and he, you are bad, yeah, and you should feel bad, yeah. So there's that. So this whole thing, this media blackout, when people ask, ask why this is, this is the reason it is. Because the United States has such a stain on their history that if all this comes to light, we're fucked. We can no longer claim to be the hero. That's it. That's the whole thing. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty fucked what they're doing. And I, the pipeline was originally not going to go through. Native reservations, mm-hmm. but it was going to go through a white people town, so they redirected. That's <laughs> see, and that's and the and the saddest part, and and the biggest argument I got into somebody with about it is because they they said, well, they're using ethnicity to divide us, the one percent and stuff like this. And I was like, no. Here's the thing: the ethnicity issue with the Native Americans is a true issue because they are the only group right now. Do, you're welcome to stand with them right now. If you, if I were, if me and you, big old white dudes, Appalachian, the faces of, of a group <laughs> instrumental in their destruction, by the way, the Scots Irish of the Appalachians were instrumental, instrumental in the destruction of the Native American in this part of the country. And in effect, in the larger patchwork as well. But if we were to go and stand with them, we would be welcome as anyone. That's what they're like. That is their culture. Now, not to say that's not that's not painting them with a broad brush and saying they're all like that. They're people, but their culture is much more accepting of things. So this is the uh, this is the only one 
thing that's come up recently where like even dipshit rebel flag uh trump supporting republicans are like yeah yeah it's kind of fucked up what they're doing to the uh to their land that's as long as it becomes not a, a campaign issue it depends like donald trump here's what donald trump would do if he saw Give them money that's what he would say if he saw that public opinion was leaning toward the Native Americans, he would go and try to support the Native Americans. He has actually gone to casinos. He has actually had uh, disputes with Native American tribes and actually told them that they're not Native American. Yeah, I'm as Native as you are. That's what he said. And he's full of fucking shit. He's a cunt. He has no idea. <laughs> they're New York tribes. The Wyandots, and the, I don't know if it's the Wyandots, but the, I'm pretty sure that's them. The tribes from up there are extremely fair. They always have been. There's some of them that you can put in, unless you put them in the sun or really look at their face, you can't tell they're Native American. Not every Native American tribe is the same. They're racially different. Well, they got, they should, shouldn't they all be wearing buckskins, war paint, uh, headband with a feather? Well, see, that's, that is the, the they all say how whenever yeah, they walk in. That's the thing. People have no idea. <laughs> he thinks, he thinks the cartoon character from Bugs Bunny is what they do. <laughs> Me <laughs> last Homo Hegan. God, that was terrible. <laughs> in in retrospect, seeing it is like holy fucking shit. They really, really did it, that. Really makes an impact, though. It's hilarious. It it, it is fun. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the tribes from there, what few of them are left, uh, are like are are a fair skinned group um, because they were in a colder climate. That's true, and they're also descended racially from different. See, there were different ways. And they bleach their skin. Well, yeah, they do. <laughs> Clorox. They all have vitiligo. <laughs> <laughs> now, there were many waves of of people who came to North America, like over Beringia, the, the land bridge, when the Ice Age happened and all that stuff. And they're not all racially the same. Like the the tribes that were here were actually conquered by tribes that came later, you know, as humans do, and all those things. And they were racially different. And what people don't understand is that how vast the United States is and how different those cultures are. They're just in lingual, in lingual terms, there are languages that are different from English to Japanese, which have nothing in common. So that's as disparate as all these cultures are. But they all, they're called the 500 nations. Now they're all united under one banner. That's one of the reasons why they were so easy to conquer because they're different groups. Tecumseh, the one guy. Tecumseh. Who, <laughs> to, who had who had united every tribe uh, from the Mississippi almost over to the Great Plains? Who had actually succeeded and was pushing the Native American? Who was pushing? He was going to win. They were going to win. If this one battle, I think it was the Battle of Tippecanoe, if it, if it had turned out in the Native Americans' favor, world history changed. Because they would have won. They would have pushed all the settlers back across the Appalachians, and they would have said, no, we're going to make true borders now, and we're all going – this is going to be our land, and we're going to let you live here. That was Tecumseh's – Let you. Exactly. <laughs> that was Tecumseh's plan, to push them all back across the Appalachians to a point where they had all their cities like New York and stuff like that. And he said, tell you what, we're going to make tre treaties and stuff with those tribes there. You guys can live there. You have all these places that are established. We're, you're, we're, we're going to allow you to live there. The rest of it is ours. Because because it's ours, we've been here. So that's what almost happened. 
That is the rich history that people don't understand about their own country. They believe it began with a bunch of rich white guys coming over and declaring their own country because they didn't want to pay taxes to another rich white guy. <laughs> That's not American history. And they think the natives actually were like totally cool with us and uh, helped us on the first Thanksgiving. And yeah, the first Thanksgiving never happened. No. It's my favorite quote, though, no. from any show, King of the Hill, <laughs> John Redcorn, when Dale Gribble asked him, John Redcorn, do your people celebrate Thanksgiving? He said, we did once. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's, you know, I, I think that people – and. I heard something on the Glenn Beck that Glenn Beck had said, one of or one of his pundits had said, "Well, it's all right to tell your children about Thanksgiving stuff like that." No, it's not. We need to come to a point where we begin American history with the Native Americans, with the founding of the Iroquois Nation, with the founding of, with the Aztecs, with the Mayans, with all these groups of people, and they're not a footnote. This is American history, and what and our history when we came is new history. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, they they could also. Start Start with every humans all come from the same place, Africa. Everybody comes from Africa. That's true. And somehow we walked. We did somehow over how many thousands of years walked from fucking Africa all the way up around to fucking Alaska or some shit. Ships. We well, sailing pan, like when everything was one continent. Human beings weren't alive for that. Human sure. beings weren't around during Pangaea. I think I read something. That said it was, but it also might have been bullshit because I read some fucked up shit sometimes. Human beings are a recent group to come. We yeah, no, that's that's that, distant that's... past. Pangaea and the other one is called um, Gondwana Land. Two giant continents mm. were actually inhabited by giant mammals. I think I might have read some crazy shit. You might have. I do that. Sometimes. I'll actually have to look it up too. You might be correct. I'm probably not. But I I think I think about it. I think I just read some crazy shit from one of those weird. Uh, Reddits that I like to go to. But they, once they broke up, you know, they were talking about this, the fact that the Polynesians, and they don't even get credit for this, the Polynesians did not sail across the Atlantic. Okay? You see what I'm doing here? Here's the Atlantic. Here's the fucking Pacific. Yeah. And they were such good mariners, better than the Phoenicians, better than the Vikings, better than any of those groups, that they could actually pinpoint islands like this and something like this. So they went from places like um, the Australian continent to New Zealand, to places like uh, Tonga, to places like, you know, Hawaii, places like that. That is, they don't get the credit for being as good a mariner as they are. See, history is inherently racist. So, well, the, the, the victors write history. What was it? Winston Churchill? History will be kind of me, for I intend to write it. Of course. And Churchill was a good dude, but he was also a cunt. Well, yeah. So. Everybody's got that. So, sorry for going on my rant there for no. a minute, but it's absolutely true. All those things are true. So. Except for the thing that I said, because I think I was just parroting something that I read on some weird website that might have just been a joke. Well, it might have been. Well, it might have been. <laughs> Sometimes I just see the, the, the Christian thing, too, is, you know, that they still try to. And this no offense to Christians. But they try to claim that man walked with dinosaurs. Well, what they fail, one thing they're failing to address. We got a problem? No. One thing they're failing to address is that the dinosaurs were only also 
in the grand scheme of things, just a footnote in the history of this planet. There were there were times where there were no dinosaurs, where the only animals on the planet were in the oceans, and then they came. And then the world was basically in a giant swamp, and then there were giant insects because there was so much more nitrogen in the air. Dragonflies with wingspans as long as my arms, you know, stuff like that. Giant cockroaches, things like that, because the Earth was constructed in a different manner. It did, had different gases. Then there were times after the fall of the dinosaurs were mammals who started this big grew as creatures do to take advantage of the space. And then you had the age of the mega mammals. You had things like the giant sloth and saber-toothed tigers and cave bears and stuff like that. You have all those things and they fail to account for that. If human beings are walking the planet with these same animals at these times, why haven't there ever been any evidence of human beings killing these animals and eating them? There isn't. Well, now I've seen I've seen pictures of Jesus riding the Stegosaurus. So that's a really great picture. <laughs> My favorite picture <laughs> is a picture of Jesus with a rainbow and his brontosaurus, and he's going like this. He says, "Get out of here! You're messing up my story, you big bound cunt." It's. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I, I just think that people have such a limited grasp. Of the of the all the history we have on this planet, and even the history of nations, that it's staggering what they don't know. It's staggering what I don't know. It's staggering what a lot of people don't know because I choose what I want to learn about, and then I f- say fuck the rest until I, until it's pertinent to me. Now I, I got to figure this out because I got an argument with X Y Z. Now I have to read. You actually know somebody named X Y Z? He's a cunt. It sounds like it. <laughs> Sounds like it's an Amy pick for himself. <laughs> but anyway, call me T Bone. T Bone, love these T Bones. <laughs> uh, um, I read something earlier today that um, Pacific, some Pacific Islanders and Aboriginals in Australia all share a DNA with. Mm-hmm. A, an extinct human that's not Neanderthals mm-hmm. or something else. I read about that. That's crazy. It is. That's a, that's another thing. Uh, I, I ask hardcore aggressive Christians that are shitty about it. You know, saying that there's no proof for evolution. I was just like, then how do you count for the fact that there were three, now four species of human beings walking the earth at one time? That's not true. I said it most certainly is true. We have proof. They can bring they they can get D- Neanderthal DNA and bring some one of them and back. bring one of them back. Yeah, but don't. No, don't. Don't do that at all. <laughs> the sheer bacterial consequences. You know. Oh, yeah, he wouldn't be able to handle all the shit we have now. Well, it's not just that. What kind of bacteria might he carry that would mutate inside him? See what I'm saying? But with would they have to find a like a host that has uh, Neanderthal DNA? No. All you need Because we are humans And they, they were humans too All you need is a womb That'll carry it to term It would have to be Shark womb <laughs> Wouldn't that be crazy <laughs> Shark swimming around And a caveman pops out <laughs> It's like full grown yeah. yeah that's right They come out full grown <laughs> They are badasses They come out full grown With clubs <laughs> With shark teeth on them <laughs> Shark teeth clubs Yeah <laughs> um, yeah, and they they say, well, that's not true. That's just theory. I said, no, that's facts and figures. They they have found that there was a not a protracted struggle between modern humans and Neanderthals, but Neanderthals lost because they were toward the end of that a, a, a bit of a tiny brain, didn't they? No, actually, they were just as intelligent as us. But why? Why we? Why were we able to beat them? Because we were more adaptable. 
Um, the earth was a different place then. Like it was colder, but then it started to warm up. And when that happens, see what happens in colder climates, especially with mammals, is that those mammals grow larger to accommodate. See what like well, you got your polar bears, your uh, yeah mastodons, whales. stuff like that, penguins, <laughs> shoe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I gotta be shoe. Choo choo Nesby. <laughs> Roostor. <laughs> no, they, but, uh, with the destruction of those animals and the, and the loss of that world, they were highly adapted to that world. We were just more of, of a generalist. So the generalist survives. The specialist dies. Sort of like a jack of all trades, master of none. Um, kind of like a, ra- a raven or a rat, you know, like, if there are creatures that are going to survive a, a total collapse of, of ecology, it's going to be the generalist. The rat is successful because it is a generalist. It will eat anything. It can go anywhere. It can survive anywhere. Cold climates, hot climates, can do whatever. Same with a raven. They're also or a, or a crow, whatever. Yeah, and they're Ex- also real smart. Extremely too. intelligent, scary intelligent. How many crows do you see that get splattered on the road dead? Hardly ever. You hardly see any birds though that splatter on the road. I've Sometimes seen, I'll have them fly into me. I'm like, you broke the deal. Yeah, <laughs> you we had deal. a deal. You fucked it. You knew the deal. <laughs> and you flew right into my grill. <laughs> You're dead. No crows will. You know what's crazy about crows? If you notice this, they'll wait till the last minute. Mm-hmm. They'll keep eating, and they'll almost, they they know they have calculated. Buzzards will actually look at you disdainfully and make you go around them because you don't want to hit one. <laughs> They're big, yeah. You don't want to hit one of them. Fuck your car up, yeah. Um, yeah. Birds. If we if if intelligent life were to start over, it would either be insects or probably birds because birds are dinosaurs. Yeah, they're like the closest relative, I guess, to dinosaurs. Right. That's another thing is that you know. I, People don't understand that too when they, people still refer to dinosaurs as reptiles. Dinosaurs were never reptiles. Reptiles are built this way because they have a two chamber heart, which can't pump blood this way. So that's why they got to crawl. Yes, exactly. They're, 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 they're built evolutionary. Well, I'll tell you what, they go down to advance auto parts and switch out the pump, man. They'd pump all over the place, man. <laughs> <laughs> you ever get that look though when you try to say something like this to somebody who doesn't want to hear it? God, it makes That's it mad. Almost my entire life. Doesn't it make them mad? <laughs> They're just well, one time. Uh, one time we were having a meeting at work, and um, they were like, "Hey, where's Zach?" I was like, "And I'm, the, all everybody I work or, or with, I don't really work with anybody, but everybody that works there, yeah, is all younger." I'm mm-hmm. like, "Well, Zach, he uh, he finally succumbed. You guys knew he was a Lego maniac, and they were like." This is dead silence. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I'd have been busted up. <laughs> like, oh, God, that's a good one. <laughs> mm, fucking. Yeah, that's, you know, it, it's terrible when you, especially when you work at a place and you know that you can't say things like that. Because then you'll be ostracized. Well, I mean, I do say them. I, no, I say, but, you know, uh, but you know what I mean. You'll be ostracized. You, you know, you'll be, you know, if you. In America, I don't know if this is throughout the world. I kind of doubt it's as bad in other places. But in America, if you have a vocabulary too big, if you say something too college boy, verbose, if you do something, you know what I mean? It's like they automatically look at you like your masculinity or something or something is suspect. That's crazy. I say try me. (laughs) That, you know. I'm like, hey, yo. (laughs) Flick the toothpick. (laughs) Yeah. And that's a 
that's such a stupid thing because you know the Greeks, especially, were a group that coined the coined the idea, the phrase "sound mind and a sound body." They believed that you should be physically powerful and athletic and also intelligent. They believed that you should be the best you could be at everything you could do, not not just isolate yourself and do one thing. They said that's foolish. The world doesn't work that way. Where did that go? I don't know. You know, it's it's that's such a good way to look at things. And that's the reason they conquered such a violent and shitty fucking place. I mean, it's like have you ever seen pictures of Greece? Who it's, the it's fuck would shitty. ever want to live there? It's still shitty. It's olive trees and earthquakes. Who the <laughs> fuck would want to live there? And of course Greeks. And too. full of Greeks. <laughs> Gross with your oily curly hair and your unibrows. Yeah, and your Democracy And uh, what I assume are giant cocks I don't know, I've never heard that one I haven't either, but I'm just going to assume it You know, that's one of the biggest uh, Cocks <laughs> That's one of the biggest things When you're making racial uh, When one group Hates another group racially, the first thing you go after Is their noses and their genitalia Yeah, 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 we've talked about that That's yeah. why the all the old uh uh, Jew propaganda from the Nazis They were all crazy looking And then you had the Irish propaganda They had the they pig, had noses, pig noses Like mine Yeah And they apparently <laughs> had giant dicks And they were like <laughs> Like that And that's You know And I was ta- I actually Chatted with a woman from England We were friends We met I can't remember how we met On Facebook or something And we would chat And she said Well you know Irishmen are legendary for that That they have Really big dicks and they're good lovers. I was like, well, I'm not going to disabuse you of that notion in case I ever make it over to England, but I don't know about that. You know, Give you the old fucking pounded. <laughs> Give you the pounded shamrock. <laughs> I'll give you a shamrock shake you'll never forget. <laughs> hey, oh, uh, fuck. Um, what was I reading? Or, I don't know. I don't know where I was going. Um, uh, you want to do favorite things for uh, the moment? Sure. Uh, think of uh, something else. Let's do that. Favorite. Do do. Trying to find the video. Let's see if it hasn't had this time. No ad. Raindrops nice. on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen. Favorite things. packages tied up with strings. We got. Uh, my favorite things. Um, actually, I had a few. Hold on. Come on. You can do it. I hate it when I do it. I always freeze up. You really do. Um, I was going to say, uh, I love, it was going to be a snarky one. Oh, in the spirit of the Halloween season. This is going to come out Thursday. So it's a few days after Halloween, but fuck them. Okay. Or Wednesday evening. I'm going to do it Wednesday again. Um, I love pointing out to Christians that they stole all the pagans' holidays. You do love doing that. I do love doing it. And I and I don't I honestly don't care if it gets on some people's nerves. Or very snarky. I don't care. <laughs> um but usually I do it in fun. Um well, I'd say ninety nine percent of the time I do it in fun. Like I have friends who are Christians and especially when Halloween rolls around, I say things to the effect of, you know, well, thanks for destroying my ancestors' culture and taking all their holidays because your religion is boring and depressing, you know? Yeah. And there is no evidence to the contrary. Like, it's – Christianity has no joy without 
the pagan holidays it stole. So true. So that's you know that's fun. You know, but not in a mean way, like it, for discussion's sake, you know. Um, Halloween is one of my favorite things uh, in that vein. I've, you going to dress up? No. Annie's too old to dress up anymore. And even though she had the. Jesus, what's wrong with this dog? I don't know. Hey, hey, what are you doing? Um, even though the kid has the coolest ideas for costumes, she wanted to go as a meme one time. Yeah, and then she was going to have a friend as the meme police, like chasing her. <laughs> um, I think that Hall- Halloween is the best holiday as I've gotten older. Good shot. That's terrible because I don't hate Christmas. I joke and say I hate Christmas. I love Christmas. You get to see your family. You get to eat. You know, loot. Who doesn't love loot? Um, all those things. But Halloween is like the what they called the lurid aspects of it, like the scary movies and the ghosts and goblins and stuff. That's fun. Plus, it's getting cooler, you know, and you people decorate and people get really into it, you know. That's why I don't like I, – I, I've never understood that there are still those holdout Christians who won't celebrate Halloween because it is still a pagan holiday. And that's what they say. Yeah, it is. You took it from them. Have fun with it. You know, it's it's not like it matters. No, it doesn't. You won. You won. You think, it's, you think that your God's sitting up there like, they're carving pumpkins. <laughs> Those motherfuckers. <laughs> I specifically said, don't do that. And look at you with your fucking false <laughs> idols. I'm so mad. I'm going to kill a bunch of gay people with an earthquake. Oops. Bunch of people are dead. No idea if all of them are gay or not. I'm not going through this paperwork. Fuck it. Here, Haiti, have another one. <laughs> That's what you get for carving pumpkins, you sons of bitches. I don't know. I mean, it's... <laughs> and uh, all the Halloween... My favorite Halloween movies... Oh, I should say, uh, favorite things. Uh, the Halloween movies. But there's it's a select few. And I've broadened it over the years. My favorite and the most Halloween movie, I think, ever. And just in my opinion, Sleepy Hollow by Tim Burton. Uh, with Johnny Depp? Yeah. Of course. Yeah, it's it was great. so good. And uh, what's her face? Wednesday Christina Ricci. <clears throat> really good looking in that one. And Miranda. You know, when, you know when she's at her hottest? Black Snake Moan. I haven't seen it. Oh, dear God. She's naked through the whole thing. I heard about she's that. She's taking black cocks the entire time. It's amazing. Yay. <laughs> Is that why it's called Black Snake Moan? Yeah. Because black dicks makes her moan. Yeah. I, I think that's why it's called mm-hmm. in, uh, uh, Sam Jackson. They did that on Screaming fa- the entire time. They did that on Family Guy. At the beginning of one episode, well, the Star Wars episodes. This is the story of Black Snake Moan. <laughs> for some reason, Christina Ricci was all naked and, and, and tied up for some reason. I'm already bored and confused. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, I liked it, but I, I heard it was not good. for everybody. I'm, no. I, I'm sure if you're if you're the type of person that's not uh, celebrating Halloween, maybe skip Black Snake Moan. Mm-hmm. But if you're into Christina Ricci, who is just insanely beautiful. She is. She really She's is. She's a good actress. I love... I, I like the Adams Family movies. I thought they were good. Yeah, they were great. Um, like the Adams Family TV show when I was a kid. Yeah, it was good. Uh, another great Night of the Living Dead, the original. Mm-hmm. Black and White. Great one. Um, 28 Days Later. You remember that one? Have you seen it? Yeah, but that's not a Halloween movie. See, there's yeah, zombie movies. Movie. There's zombie movies. That are not even Halloween movies. Dawn of the Dead, like the one that Zack Snyder made, one of the only good movies he's actually made, to be quite honest, um, is 
not a Halloween movie. The Walking Dead is not a Halloween show. It's a survival show that just happens to have zombies. Exactly. Let's talk about that. I have only watched. I, 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 I have gone back and started watching it again. I finished uh, season one. Ended well. It was it was good. They they were at the CDC and all that stuff. They uh, they had their season premiere last week. And the spoiler alert: if you haven't watched it yet, or if you care at all, uh, watch it when it's on. You fucking dipshits. But uh, <laughs> uh, they uh, had their season premiere this past week and had the most brutal murder scenes ever. I heard they had a. Uh, a cliffhanger at the end of the last season, which is extremely lazy. But um, yeah, they didn't know who was going to die. Who's going to die? And then they wait till like halfway through the episode to show you the first guy that dies, and it's that Negan guy beating him to death with a barbed wire baseball bat, like he's a uh, cactus jack. Yeah, and he beats uh, the redheaded guy to death, like just tonk- conking him over the head, and his fucking skull caves in. He he gets back up on his knees and tells him to tells him to suck his balls. <laughs> he keeps beating him, and he keeps beating him, keeps beating him, keeps beating till it's just a pile of mush. Oh my god! It was brutal, and people were like freaking out about it, and people were emotionally affected by this TV show. You know what? I wasn't as sad whenever my father passed away, or my <laughs> sister, or my brother, as these people were about. A fictional character, a fictional character. beaten into a pile of goo. But they, they they put a little bit of a swerve on everybody, and then later in the episode, they beat Glenn to death with a baseball bat, which was even more brutal because his wife, his pregnant wife, is sitting there watching him. And uh, like that's what happens in the comics. Yeah, that's that's what happens in the comics. So they like, oh, they're gonna let Glenn survive. No, no, no thank you. And his eyeball popped out and everything. It was awesome. Well, <laughs> it's like on Game of Thrones when they. I got to say, though, after hearing that, I was going to give the edge of brutality to Game of Thrones, but no. I mean, it was brutal. The mountain collapsing Oberyn Martell's entire skull with his bare hands. That was pretty bad. It was brutal, but it was also real quick. This was yeah. a, this was prolonged, and it happened twice. Yeah, so. <laughs> wow. It was awesome. Uh, yeah, I actually. I was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to be so bad. Um, There's a whole bunch of people that are going to quit watching. I mean, you know what? They've been, oh, stab- they've been God, that sucks. stabbing. Quit watching because the writing's bad, but not because of a brutal scene that killed the guy that you like. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's just, it, it's like, uh, my, my favorite thing ever is uh, J.K. Rowling uh, got a, a letter after one of her fans read, uh, I, I can't remember which character had died, but it was a relatively major character, died. And... Wrote her a letter saying, Miss Rowling, um, I love your work, but I, I, I just don't agree with you killing off that character and blah, blah, blah. And then she wrote her a letter back simply saying, do not read anything that I have ever, that I ever write ever again. <laughs> Respectfully, J.K. Rowling, you know, it's like George R. R. Martin kills everybody, but that's because that's the way the story has to fucking go. You can't and like it, people have been watching The Walking Dead for seven years. It's, I think this is the seventh season. Yeah, and they've been beating things, the undead, the yeah. zombies in the heads with baseball bats, hatchets, what have you. Yeah, just whatever. No matter what, whatever's, it, whatever's hand. handy. Yeah, yeah. They, they'll stab them in the head. Whatever they need to do, and then whenever it's a person that's alive, and you just happen to have a little bit of a, an affection for him, then all of a sudden it's brutal. It's it's been brutal the entire time. Well, I, I think that's. They painted themselves in that corner because people were surviving. I think Game of Thrones got themselves out of that 
<laughs> in the first season with killing off the main character. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, uh, watch this shit. And here's what they did. And everybody I remember, chopped his head clean off. I remember seeing it with a friend. And not thinking it was they were actually going to go that way. Did you? Oh no, I knew it was going that but way. Do you, could you tell that they were they were actually going to stay true to the books? Oh yeah, okay. I mean because the scene played out almost exactly how it did in the book, and I was waiting for it. I was like, up oh, here comes Ellen Payne. Up <laughs> oh, there's the sword. I was like, here we go. <laughs> and then everybody's like, the greatest clip ever for that. Uh, you know, I'm talking just about reactions. With that, he looked at me and was like. <laughs> and I went, yeah, this is, this is, this, this said, that really, I said, yeah, this is, this is it. This Wait is till what, season four. <laughs> the Red Wedding. Have you seen <laughs> that, like, couch full of, like, college age big black dudes watching that and losing their shit? <laughs> See, they, oh! <laughs> like, they all start they fuck, screaming and, uh, they fucking did it right too. It, it wasn't, like a, it wasn't like a quick scene, no. but it wasn't a prolonged, disgusting beating. Like, a, yeah, that seems to be a little bit. Of, uh, there it is. Effort on their part to uh, to make it more brutal than some other shows, you know. Well, I mean, but if it happened in the comic, then it happened. Yeah, if, it happened, if they, that's the one thing that they stayed to, stayed true to. Like they had a scene where, because uh, um, in the in the in the comics, I think. Negan forces Rick to cut off his son's arm, and he had a scene uh, where he had the hatchet, and he was going to make him do it, and then he changed his mind because uh, probably because it would be murder for the for the uh, production crew to have to fucking digitally remove his oh, arm. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. Everything. Like, yeah, we can't fucking do that. Yeah, fuck that. We shit. did that with the fucking old guy before with his leg. Yeah, we're not going to do that shit again. Yeah. <laughs> See, these are all things I. I, I liked how the show went for the first season. Like about see about episode three, it really started to get good. First two were ah, that's what I expected, you know, just collapses society. Everybody's freaking out, you know. Uh, the fact that they don't call them zombies, walkers. I, I, I like that because, but I like the fact they address that on Shaun of the Dead. It's like any zombies out there? Don't say that. <laughs> what that? What that the. Zed would don't say it. It's <laughs> like oh, all right. Don't. He's like why not? Because it's ridiculous. <laughs> are they any out there though? Uh, no. Oh, there they are. <laughs> Come on. That's uh, that is a Halloween favorite. That, yeah, I love Shaun of the Dead. I mean, I think it's it stands up there as one of the funniest movies ever. And even though the even though that was like the opening of their formula, because all the movies that Simon Pegg and Nick Frost and even the other guy did and stuff together. They're very formulaic. Well, yeah, I like them, though. They're still all funny. Yeah, I'm not shitting Did you ever them. see World's End? I didn't. I liked that one, too. I liked Hot Fuzz a lot. It's I great. thought it was uh, The Hound is in Hot Fuzz. Um, but, yeah, it's... It's, it's not The Hound. It's an, another a guy from Game of Thrones is in one, one episode of the new season of Black Mirror. Okay. He's the guy that runs around with uh, the, the King Killer. Okay. Uh, Braun, Mackie, dude, was he, he the one that was Tyrion's guy? And then he he runs around with Jamie Lannister. Is he the King Killer, or the King Slayer, King Slayer? Yeah, Jamie Lannister is King Slayer. Yeah. yeah, he runs around with him. He's the guy that always has the cool lines. I forget his, his name. nose has been broken. Yeah, yeah. that's Braun. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a, on an sword. episode of the new guys. Watch fucking Black Mirror. I've heard it's just a bunch of cool future shit. It's, like it's there's no through line. It every episode is different. Different people. Different. I love everything. that. Yeah, it's uh, Twilight Zone essentially, except for 
like the black mirror is your phone. Okay. Your devices, TV screens, whatever, what have you. And it's, it's all about how technology's sort of fucking everything up and it just takes it to the extreme. I heard one. There's one about the robot bees. Yes. And it's that's the one really neat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's discuss that for a second. The fact that, um, I would think because all the righties, like the really hardcore alt-right people are against the environment for some reason. They just, they, they think it's okay to just pollute, pollute and do whatever the fuck you want. And mm-hmm. then they say that we'll always fix things. They are, their reasoning is so flawed because they think, A, that we're not powerful enough, that the planet is, pollutes itself and all this stuff. And that, you know, there's no truth to that. These are all natural systems. And if the planet does rupture or something and blows like the giant volcano or something like that, that's just the way it goes. But it's rudderless. It is rudderless. That's the most terrifying part. But if they don't, they, they, they still believe that we're somehow in control of it because we were sent here by God to control it. Well, yeah, we've been given. So we're not powerful enough to make a difference, but yet we're the stewards of the planet. Yeah. See, that doesn't add up. It's. It's a powerless stewards. It's a fucking dual logic. Are we the British monarchy of planet Earth? I I mean, are we like we have no real say about things? We're just kind of there, you know, and they they would be in favor of something like the robot bees because they say, well, we'll just, you know, we don't really need the bees. We, you know, we need to make industry and blah, blah, blah on this and this. And if the bees die, then they just die because that's the way things go. And they believe this thing that a a pipe dream that a robotic bee is going to replace the honeybee that's not going to happen it can do certain things but it's not going to yeah it's not it's such a synergistic thing you know it almost makes me believe in creation in some way or at least some kind of intelligent design to a certain degree because it is so perfectly designed there is nothing that we can create that is that perfectly designed we just can't do it I don't say we'll never be able to do it, but it's highly unlikely. You've never seen an AR-15 then, my friend. <laughs> I tell you what. <laughs> You've never seen a Tudor's hot dog with mayonnaise on it. Oh, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Some bitch put mayonnaise on my hot dog. I'll come in there and I'll kick him in the teeth. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things. Me and Ashton were discussing the kitchen look. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. Because yesterday, today was bad. Okay, at one point we were just getting kushmuckered. It was really, it was really bad. Wow. Yesterday was fucking chaos. Like it was okay. You have a screen and there's eight orders that you can fit on it. Okay, and then down at the bottom right here it says pending orders. Seven thousand. <laughs> there were fifteen pending orders. You can fit eight on the screen. There were two extra screens of fucking orders <laughs> that we hadn't even looked at yet. And people are out there. <laughs> I can't believe it's taken me fifteen minutes. Oh, really? You can't believe it when you walked into a restaurant that is just wall to wall packed with fucking people. Come back here and make it yourself, Waldo. When you had to, when there is a line literally from the main highway into the fucking drive through you think you're not going to wait for your food? Go fuck yourself. Tudor's I just does business. I think we that. do business because our food is good, but people have an illusion that we're a fast food restaurant and we are not. We're, we're, we are a good food restaurant and it takes a little bit longer. But they still have that illusion, and they think that they stand out, stand out there, especially inside, stand out there and stare at you, 
that that's going to make you make their food faster. What is no, the, it's what going is, to make. What does me, the stare look like? Um. Okay. It's it, there, there's a couple different varieties. There's this one. <laughs> then there's this one when it's like two of them together, <laughs> shaking the head, talking. Can you believe them? <laughs> then there's this one. Oh, the puppy dog. Yeah, like I'm really hungry. I give a fuck. <laughs> you have eighty biscuits ahead of you. Literally eighty biscuits that I make before I get to your Mary B. So you know, there's that. A guy came in through the drive-through yesterday and ordered twenty biscuits. That that is another thing. Restaurant etiquette. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't come through the drive-through or just show up and order. 20 or 30 or 40 or even 50 biscuits sometimes. That's just rude to other customers, not to mention the kitchen staff. Call ahead. We'll make it, and it'll be ready. You see what I'm saying? That's just – can you imagine? You know, just give us a minute. <laughs> I'm going to do that at McDonald's to see what happens. Yeah, I need 20 Big Macs. They would lose their fucking minds. It would be chaos in there, you know? <laughs> so – I don't know. I mean, it, that's one of my favorite things is the kitchen look. So, um, what was I saying? Oh, uh, yeah, everybody should watch Black Mirror. It's British. The Netflix picked it up and made a new season. That's American, but they also have a couple British episodes that are better than the American ones. To be honest, well, they just storytelling's better there. Um, there's one episode where, every, like in the in the new season, where everything is done by social media points. Mm-hmm. Like if you're a you can only go certain places if you're a four star or below. <laughs> like in every interaction you have, they grade you. Like everybody has their devices out and they five stars, three stars. And it drives, it drives this fucking woman crazy. It's fucking, it's, it sounds it's like, sort of, that sounds sort like, of like how it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, another thing I saw, I saw the movie Joy. It's a David O. Russell movie. What's that about? Uh, it's about the woman that created the magic mop that rings itself. Oh, nice. You just ring it. and It's uh, Jennifer Lawrence, um, De Niro, uh, a woman that looks like James Garner. <laughs> <laughs> like she, she seems like she's James Garner's wife. Okay. Or was before he died. Um, it's not Allison Janney, is it? No, it's not Allison Janney. I love I her. I would know Allison Janney. She's fucking awesome. Um, it's, and... Like, this woman has this idea. It's like she's poor. Everybody's fucking poor. Everybody, her ex-husband lives in her basement. Her dad has to move in with her because, and I'm sure it's dramatized quite a bit. Yeah. Because David, it, it's it's a David O. Russell movie, if you've ever seen, like, fucking American Hustle. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I think he did, uh, God damn it, I'm forgetting the name, I Heart Huckabees. Like, all the characters are fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the one that's set in Philadelphia, it has all the same people in it. Um He's one of those who uses the same stable of actors. Yeah, I love that. I do too. I love that. I mean, it's. But like her family is so negative about her, her product and everything. Well, you're not a business person. I should have never given you the confidence to, that you could do business. That's Robert De Niro. And she ends up being a millionaire. Oh, she ends up being huge. Yeah. Just ridiculously huge. 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 She was huge. <laughs> it's really, it's really good. She got an Oscar nomination for Jennifer Lawrence, whatever it is. Whatever it is, like she's a good actress. But, mm-hmm. Like there's also there's lots of good actresses. Yeah. But whatever it is, Jennifer Lawrence has that thing. It's not just because she's amazingly hot and all that stuff, but she's really good. Fight. Yeah. You fucking piece of shit. Crop dusting. It's bad. Well, technically, crop dusting is when you walk by and unknowingly fart on people. And that's a drive. Not by. That's a drive by. That's, that's crop dusting. It's a drive by. It's both. It's both. Okay. It's both. Hashtag drive by. Yeah. Like on uh, Deadpool. <laughs> Deadpool. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things. 
Loved it to begin with. Yeah. Uh, still loving it even more. Love it more and more the more I watch it. <laughs> well, I love that the, the director quit on the new one, where they're making the new one. Uh, and in the credits, it says, in the credits for the first one, it says, directed by an overpaid idiot. An overpaid tool. Yeah. Yeah. Some overpaid tool. And he quit. And so, I mean, I he had differences with Ryan Reynolds. And Ryan Reynolds, that it was a labor of love for him. So I'm kind of leaning. He's been to, trying to make that movie for 15 years. Well, ever since he was in the character, he was the character in X Men Origins that was Deadpool. That was a lump of shit, and he and he knew it. And he's just like, yes, this character deserves more. There's more to this character that that can be done, you know. And the all the fourth wall breaks and the That's fucking hilarious. oh man the. His his buddy who runs the bar who I don't what TJ, is T J Miller yeah he's fucking hilarious in that movie <laughs> like when uh, Gina the Jugs Carano and fucking that, by the way she's fucking smoking hot in that movie we've been over this yes I, I don't give a fuck <laughs> it, it bears repeating again um, but when she and the other guy come walking in and uh, at the when they're leaving he's like. Uh, he said, have fun at your Blade 2 midnight showing. <laughs> <laughs> we want something else. What, clothes that aren't monochromatic? <laughs> just keeps on. Whatever. That snarky fucking. Oh, he's a, oh it's great. Um, whenever uh, Deadpool takes off his hood and shows him his face. Oh. oh that's horrifying. <laughs> I'm sorry. You are haunting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You looked like an avocado fucked an older, less attractive avocado. And it wasn't like re- good sex. It was like hate fucking. Like the, the relationship had been going bad for a while. And the only catharsis they could have is hate sex. <laughs> well, that dude's just fucking hilarious all around. Everything he does is but you know, gold. You know who I think really made up that, that kind of comedy? Um, Patton Oswalt. I yeah. think it's a Patton Oswalt thing. Nonsensical things that make so much that are so fucking funny. Like when he talks about on his special about, uh, oh, this is so sad. Consider we, we can segue this into, uh, Patton Oswalt, what he said. Um, when he talked about his, his wife asked him if his friend was gay. He said, I, I don't know. He said, what well, does he ever talk about pussy? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I I don't I, know. I don't know. Who do you talk to about pussy? He's like, <laughs> who do I talk to about pussy? Well, Grandma Renfall is dead. Paul Servino won't return my calls. <laughs> and the cops took away that doll I made of butter and shotgun shells. So nobody. I don't talk to anybody about pussy. And then he goes, who do you talk to about pussy? The worst Judy Bloom novel ever. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a. I guess his nickname's Weasel in the movie, right? You look like yeah, Shrek so. took a shit on your neck. You look like the inside of other people's assholes. Uh, this is the least confusing erection I've ever had. Oh, shit. The, the drinks are not on Wade. Use the money for sex. Was that just some of the things he shit stick outtakes? Ran the mutant factory and he's gone. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to do something to remedy this because as of now, you only have one course of action. Damn straight. Find star in horror films. <laughs> star in your own horror films. You look like Freddy Krueger, fake fucking topographical, topographical map. map. 
<laughs> At one point he says that. Looked like somebody turned your face inside out and then just left it like that. But then you got in a house fire. <laughs> like a house fire was in another house fire. You <laughs> looked like a trash can full of shit was placed on your shoulders and then you were in a train fire. Circus. Wait, Vanessa loves you. She doesn't care what you love. Oh, do you like what you see? No. You look like an avocado. Had sex with an older, more disgusting avocado. Yeah. Not gently. Like, it was hate fucking. <laughs> there was something wrong with the relationship, and that was the only catharsis that they could find without violence. <laughs> I don't want to move our relationship completely to text and phone calls. More <laughs> time around that face. Your head looks like a some sort of crystal that you would see at a two-bit psychic. Can I touch it? <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> think of it again. But the douchebag does think you're dead, right? Yeah. That's good. You should keep it that way. What, like, like wear a mask? Yes, a very thick mask <laughs> all the time. I am sorry, you are haunting. Your face is the stuff of nightmares. <laughs> like a testicle of teeth. You will die alone. <laughs> I die. Ideally. I think that we were talking about this too. Um, I go with you, but I, I like the fact we're haunting. <laughs> I like the fact that Deadpool is non-canonical. It doesn't have anything to do with anything. Yeah. And, and I think that more comic book movies need to do that. Quit building a franchise. Just make a good fucking movie. Like, that's why I like Brian Singer's Superman better than any other Superman that have come out. Like, Superman Returns? Yeah. Arguably the best Superman movie. It tells one story. And that's it. It has a beginning. It has an end. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> that's it. And, uh... I, I, See, I wonder if the... the it's uh, Affleck's Batman, which is going to be called The Batman. Nice. If, if it's just going to be... It's Batman Year One. But they've already done that, really. No, they haven't. Batman Year One was essentially Batman Begins, right? Mm, a lot of it. It was. Mm-mm. I mean, he he based he some, based that entire trilogy on some of the scenes were Batman Year One. The overriding theme was not Batman Year One. It was Frank Miller's stories had a part to play in Christopher Nolan's vision of Batman. That is the, that is the Batman that he put in his comic books. But Christopher Nolan is a skilled writer, so he just used elements. Do you think he's a skilled writer? It's pretty good. That's he's he, he's okay. That's like <laughs> it's like saying the sun is kind of on fire. Yeah. Um, I've said that a thousand times. I still think it's funny. Nobody else laughs at as hard as it as I do. So I keep saying it and hoping it'll catch. Uh, say it again. I said the sun is kind of on fire. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Score. I'll just piss my pants. Suck that, Gretchen Wieners. We could make over. fetch happen. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think that he wanted to write, you know, something original. So he did. And he... He did incorporate. Yeah, but he did incorporate. One scene especially where the cops have got the building surrounded. He's beating up the scarecrow. Even though in in the comic book, he, the scarecrow wouldn't even in that part. Yeah. Um, when the bats, he hits that thing on his boot and the bats come in and he goes down and gets away. That is yeah. straight out of Batman Year One. Yeah, I remember I saw the uh, the movie, the cartoon movie. The animated movie. comic. Yeah. Yeah. The, what, with, uh, oh, did they do Batman Year One yeah. animated? Yeah, they did it with uh, all the the regular people. 
And I think oh, Kevin Cranston. Conroy as uh, as Batman. He's the best Batman. I Bra- love him as Batman. Cranston was um, Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, Gordon. That's perfect. Before he was Commissioner Gordon. He was. Peter Weller was Batman in uh, The Dark Knight Returns, which is not the, bad. The animated one? Yeah. It was. I liked it. It was great. They had both parts of it on HBO Go. And I that to brawl it. between Batman and Superman at the end is better than the fight in Batman versus Superman. Really? I love that fight in Batman versus Superman. It's a great fight. Don't get me wrong. But I don't think it shows... Because the Dark Knight Returns animated movie is frame for frame everything that's in the comic book. That's why it's so long. Because the comic book is fucking yeah, enormous. They had, do, it, it, they had to do two of them. It was five issues they released, and each one of them was like 80 pages or something ridiculous. So um, <laughs> they didn't show you the, the setup for that fight that Batman pulled. Because some of the characters weren't even mentioned yet. Green Arrow is in that fight in the comic book. His arm is missing. He's the one who hits Superman with that kryptonite arrow, and then Batman just proceeds to beat the dog shit out of Superman. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. That's fantastic. Yeah, just wham, wham, just fucking letting him have it. You know everything he's got, and um, you know, and actually, Frank Miller is not. He's one of those guys. He's not always a hundred percent. He doesn't knock it out of the park every time, like Christopher Nolan. He actually wrote a sequel to that called The Dark Knight Strikes Again. It was horrendous. It was really fucking bad. Mm. Because at the beginning, Batman beats up Superman again with these giant kryptonite gauntlets. Oh, they're not even doing 50-50 booking with Batman Superman? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That fucking sucks, dude. The babyface has to have a comeback. Well, I was, you know, and he's fucking Superman, you know? (laughs) And they, um, you know, uh, they have all these stories. Uh, One of them I would like to really see them do. Now that they're doing all these things, and speaking of non-canonical, is Kingdom Come. And that is, you want to talk about epic, throwing the fuck down comic book fights. Captain Marvel versus Shazam. I mean, Superman versus Captain Marvel. Shazam. Shazam. They, who, as we, as we discussed in an episode from about a year ago, is named after Gomer Pyle. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, inspired Shazam. Yeah. The guys heard that, and he's you like, know I should really base a You know they were going to name him, well, golly. <laughs> I thought they were calling him Sergeant Carter. <laughs> they had, Pile. They had another character based on Go- or Goober Pile, and his, uh, his name was Judy. Judy, Judy, Judy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that for a second, how no. great that fucking show was. I don't remember it. I love it. I remember it. No, Floyd we'll the Barber's always it. very creepy. <laughs> oh, it's time to cut oh, the hair. Andy. I save the hair and I make dolls out <laughs> yeah, of it. That's really weird. Um, <laughs> no, but it's... Andy! <laughs> the, the guy who does a lot of the uh, concept work for a lot of comic book movies now is Alex Ross. We've discussed, discussed Alex yes. Ross. He painted that entire thing, like Kingdom Come, and it was... Like the Dark Knight Returns, a, a couple of one-shots where they would you know, release them periodically... And the story was, I think Mark Wade wrote it, or it, you know, it was one of those guys. And it is the most brilliant fucking story I've ever read because it turns everything on its head. Like, severs every tie. Superman has humanity. He, like, Wonder Woman comes to get him. He's at the Forces of Solitude because his parents are dead. Lois Lane is dead. The Joker got loose in fucking Goth in uh, Metropolis. Killed everybody at the Daily Planet, including Lois Lane. Beat her head in with this giant fucking thing. Sh- they show it, like, and, and they actually Alex Ross went back and did the panels and actually took some out. He said, "I can't, pe- I can't show people that," you know. But then he re-released him and said, oh, "Everybody deserves the right to see it." So he did. It was brutal. Um, 
And long story short, he has become a recluse. Like the coolest panel, one of the coolest panels in the whole thing is his hair. He's got a beard. His hair is long. He's got a pin back. You know, he's gray and his beard is kind of gray. And uh, he drops something underneath the tractor. So instead of bending down, just he just left the fucking tractor with one hand. I love it. I'd get it tattooed on me if that's <laughs> fucking great. And but at the end, uh, Lex Luthor, being the brilliant person that he is, has uh, found out that Captain Marvel is Billy Batson, little boy. You know, so he captures Billy Batson and he basically twists him into this terrifying. You know, he 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 grows up to look like Captain Marvel because. Captain Marvel's just grown up Billy Batson with superpowers. But nobody knows that he's still Billy Batson. They still assume that he's Captain Marvel. He's just wearing a suit and they're all fucking terrified of him because Captain Marvel is more powerful than Superman. Like he's the, his powers are more like the Golden Age Superman that could actually almost move planets and shit like that. That's how fucking powerful Captain Marvel is, at least in this continuity. More powerful than a locomotive. Can leap tall buildings in a single bound, faster than a speeding bullet. Um but it turns out that he has convinced him to not turn back into Captain Marvel because he knows once that happens, then the Shazam force might shake his memory loose and make him into a good person again. That didn't really happen. Like, at the end, he finally remembers to say it, and him and Superman throw the fuck down, and they are fucking just beating the mortal shit out of each other. Only Captain Marvel is winning. He's... Because his powers are magic-based, and Superman is weak, vulnerable to magic. So he'll just say Shazam, and he'll move out of the way real quick, and the lightning keeps striking Superman. And finally, Superman just catches him, you know. And it's all painted, and it's fucking beautiful. And if they could make that into a movie, Jesus Christ. I mean, isn't that who The Rock wants to play? He wants to play Black Adam, which is the evil. I think he is going to play Black Adam. Yeah, he's the evil uh, Captain Marvel guy. So, so he wants to, he wants to be there to be a Shazam movie and he wants to play Black Adam. I think that's yeah, what it is. It is. He doesn't want to be the hero. He no. only wants to be the bad well, guy. Well, and I wouldn't agree with, you know, I know we have a, a new run on things where you make, uh, characters, different races and stuff. No Black Captain Marvel. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm the sorry. fucker looks like. No. So, I mean. He looks like Superman with thick eyebrows and he's like built more. Um, so more Henry Cavill then. So Henry Cavill gets to play him. No, no, he's way. He's like he's Henry Cavill's more bodybuilder type. Captain Marvel would be like he'd be like Hawk from the fucking Road Warriors. That's what he looks like. You know, he's a, he's a beast. <laughs> I think I found a picture of him. Yeah, I see him. He's badass looking. That's Alex is that the Ross. Alex Ross one? Yeah, that's a really good picture. Um, just his representations of all the characters. Uh, Batman is. He's held together with an exoskeleton because his body is so fucked up. Uh, this might be the most badass version. <laughs> yeah, I remember that show. 70s. Uh... <laughs> there was a, a, a Shazam cartoon when I was a kid I loved. It was, um, as a matter of fact, that's an interesting legal battle. They made Captain Marvel after Superman. So DC sued them for copyright infringement. That does look cool. DC sued them for copyright infringement, but instead of destroying the character, they actually worked out it with worked it out with the guy who made it to just make Captain Marvel comic books and put them in the same continuity together. You know, that just that they had to change the nature of his powers and stuff like that. So it was it's neat, you know. Pretty cool. Yeah. Per T cool. cool. 
saw something yesterday. Um, Mountaineers, of course, lost yesterday. That's eh, a heartbreaker, but yeah, we, we sort of played like dog shit. And well, that, yeah, if you go on the road and you play like dog shit, and you play against a good uh, team, they're as good, as good as uh, Oklahoma State. Like you're lose. But a guy that I know, forty years old. I saw a Facebook post, probably probably older. Mm-hmm. You might know him. I'll write his name down. Mm-hmm. He uh, he uh, he had a Facebook post bragging about getting blocked from um, our quarterback's Facebook page. I forget our quarterback's name right now. Skylar Howard. Skylar Howard. Getting blocked from his pa- Facebook page because he was talking shit and telling him how shitty he was. You're a grown, fully adult man who never played college football. Talking shit. To a child, a person half your age, because they didn't do as good as you thought they should. Right. Please crawl up your own asshole. <laughs> what in the fuck is wrong with you? Well, it's it's like the thing with, okay, West Virginia fans, we discussed this, and I think we're on the same page with this. They Since we got into the Big 12, they believe that we should still be undefeated like we were in the Big East. Nobody cares when we- We when never you, went undefeated in the Big East. Yes, we did. Quite a few times. Twice. Was it just twice? 88-93. We always would lose to somebody, be it South Florida. Yeah, it was always some nowhere team. Fucking, I, was, I think I was there when we lost to Rutgers one time. Yeah. Um, somebody would always beat us, so we would end up being- uh, what, ten and two, mm. eleven and one, something yeah. like nine and three. Yeah, going into the bowl season, great records. Yeah, fine, nothing wrong with it. But nobody cares, even back then about the Big East. Nobody gave a shit. No. So we're in the we're in the Big Twelve now, playing well, playing a few games extremely well, and people still want that thing where we're going to run the table and all that stuff. We're not going to do that. Yeah, <laughs> people are already uh, talking about well. Uh, if we go undefeated, we're going to get left out of the out of the college football playoff because this or this. I'm like, guys, we're not going to go undefeated. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's it's really hard. We're to not do. okay. We need to accept accept the reality that the teams that go undefeated in college football are your Alabamas. They're your Ohio States. Their teams they like don't that. always do it, and that's true. Ohio State lost too. They lost Penn State. It's probably the only game they're going to lose all year. Um. Bama lost one, didn't they? I don't think they've lost yet, but I, I've, I've not been keeping up with it. <laughs> so. Ranked fourth is fucking Washington. Washington yeah, was- coming from out of nowhere. Just, you know, like we were talking about when we were kids in the 90s, Washington was the shiz. They were fucking tough, you know, and then they fell off. Like, well, the pack. Pack 10, 12, they're, whatever they're we're a pack. Now. They're a pack. Back then, they were a pack 10. They were a Big Ten team playing in the pack 10. Like, they've always been a power football yeah, team. Yeah, they were a Big Ten. And, like, their, their mindset. Big Ten style, even their colors. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah, really. And they're almost, they're just the feeling of them. Purple like, and a, gold. A working class come out and beat your fucking ass physically football, football team. They're not like Oregon, who's going to. Use speed and stuff. And by the way, I think it's been proven that when they run into a team who's physical, they can't hang. Um, yeah. So that's the always argument I've had. You know, college football is fun that way because you never know what's going to happen. You know, it's we were predicted. We weren't even ranked. Nobody gave us a chance for anything. We come out of the gate five, six and oh. We drop one. We'll win the next few. You know, it'll be. I've already forgotten who we play next week. I imagine it's probably Texas or Oklahoma. It's somebody tough. You know, I think we can win. Um, 
But, you know, we've now joined the ranks of real conferences where shit can happen, you know, where you can where you can lose three games and still play for a national championship. You know, people need to understand that. Now, I think that we would have been a better fit for the SEC. The SEC, we would have been a perfect ACC. Mm, we're not an ACC football team. We're we're different. We we play more of an SEC type ball. We're strong. We're we're fast, but we're also a power football team. That's an SEC football team. Um, ACC is a lot of, is a lot of finesse game. You know, it's you know they do have their power teams, but they they like to pass. They like to throw the ball around. They like that. We like to run a lot. So. Even under Holgerson, we run a lot. Yeah, he's been running the shit out of it this year. Well, he's got some. He's got a good stable of running backs. Our receivers are great. And just yesterday, snagging shit out of the air. He was. He was uh, Howard was just off. Yeah. on some of those throws, and they did bail him out a few times. And whenever they didn't, it went bad. Yeah, and got intercepted. Yeah, but to talk shit to a Division One athlete when I can't recall you doing anything athletic. Like on that level, dear God, no! Right to talk shit, go to his Facebook page and talk shit is just absolutely ludicrous to me. Well, it is, and it's leave it on your wall. Yeah, there's no reason to tag him in it. Or, or another option is don't say anything at all. Say what other teams say in college football land. Ah, uh, we'll get him next time. You know what I mean? It's. I don't. A true winning program understands that you're going to have stumbles every now and then, and you're going to bounce back from them. You know what I mean? It shouldn't be a consistent stumble, but when you do, you don't get down. You just keep playing. Alabama lost. They, didn't they lose one a couple of years ago and won a national championship anyway? Yeah. That's what they do with Nick Saban, West Virginia native, as their coach. You know, I just don't like. It's just it's the same thing with people trolling celebrities because they don't like the movies that they're in and talking shit to them. Like this is this is he's just a dude, yeah. And he didn't have the best game yesterday. He knows he's well aware of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? It's not great. <laughs> Fuck! I didn't know. You mean we didn't win? Let's why? why? Well, the Cobra wasn't great. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why shit on him? Yeah. Whenever you what have you, what what have you, what have you done? You ever thrown a touchdown pass yeah. in a in a Division one football game? And that's. Exactly. That's, I mean, and that's like anything, like you said, with movies or anything. Well, let me tell you something, dude. On your best day, you couldn't <laughs> lace my boots. <laughs> Brother. I, 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 I do think I could wrestle better than Hulk Hogan. Probably. I'm not nearly as large, but I think I could wrestle better. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but honest, but are are you going to talk shit to Hulk Hogan? Get on no, right now? And no. What are you crazy? <laughs> talk shit to him? Yeah, I, no. prob- I probably would. No, I'm kidding. I wouldn't do that. Maybe tongue in cheek. Be, yeah, be a little cheeky. Bastard. Let me tell you, dude. Yeah, just everything all caps. Yeah. <laughs> When I told you to speak Hogan Eads the other day on my wall, <laughs> funniest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. I, I, I just can't. It, it's just beyond my realm of comprehension. Like the the fucking cognitive dissonance. Yeah, I said that. Very that nice. people have. Like, I, he's not that great. I can do it. Like, it's just like, Jesus fucking Christ. Well, the cognitive dissonance and the total uh, skewed reality, you know, of... Uh, that's that, that you can't. 
That kid, that kid from his hometown, you know, that kid in his hometown could play every sport. You know, that kid is the best athlete to come out of his hometown. Unless you're like one of those kids from Miami where every kid was great. Yeah, every, then he's the best kid that they it's had. All f- five six A, and everybody's fucking exactly because, and it's just the it's the hot recruiting ground. Everybody gets players from there. Even their worst players end up playing uh, end up playing in college, like in the fucking MAC or something. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, but like to come from where this guy comes from, and to have never had any the success on that level that Skylar Howard had, right? Has had still having, and he has a bad game. Yeah. Just to fucking openly diarrhea on him on his Facebook page and then brag about getting blocked like you're you're forty, son. You're yeah, probably older. It's it's just like what in the goddamn bad. fuck is your problem? Yeah, it's it's bad. Oh, what a cunt. What an absolute cunt. <laughs> well, it's like I I got to the point on Facebook where I hardly on other people's stuff, hardly say anything anymore. Like, even with things that I feel strongly about, and I feel strongly about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And um, because I know it doesn't matter, really. It does, but only with that person that you might be able to change your mind or at least call some cunt out for being a cunt. You know, it's like, you know, don't get on, like you said, a kid's page and be so obnoxious you got cut for it and then you're going to brag about it too uh, you know yeah you that's completely not cool and and the fact that you don't see that it's not cool and then you brag that you're being a, a, a child a sixth grade yeah, child yeah. I mean, to someone who's half your that's, age that's a donald trump that's that's a donald Tr- sorry I, not to bring him up that's a donald trump thing that's you know to just absolutely not have a leg to stand on and still talk shit you know that's, i do not understand that i don't either it's just like uh, people shitting on comedians and actors, actresses, singers, song, whatever it is. When you've never done anything, you cannot like my. You cannot like what what the person does. That's fine, but there's no reason to fucking just ad hominem attacks left just, and right. Just absolutely know? shit on them for no reason. Do you think Skylar Howard wasn't trying? You, is that what Do you it, think he wants to lose? You, yeah. That's not why he fucking came here. I don't want that national championship ring. No. Fuck that. I mean, you really? I mean, it's Oklahoma State at Oklahoma State. We'd only jump maybe two spots in the polls if we win. Yeah. <sighs> Who cares? I'm just going to fucking chuck this one. Who cares? Yeah. Nobody cares. There's not an entire state of people back there who care. But I've noticed that as a particular West Virginia state of mind type thing. Am I wrong? We did it to Pat McAfee, too. Yeah. Am, am I wrong? Missed a couple field goals, yeah. Am I, I, I think they were big field goals. Don't get me wrong. We, but still, we were all dis- shit on him. Yeah, we were all disappointed in that. But it, it's like the kid, it's like, oddly enough, a West Virginia native, Bobby Bowden, when the kid missed the field goals for Florida State. Wide right and wide left. Yeah. And he patted him on the helmet and said, you did your best. I know you didn't want to miss him. Yeah. Just try harder <laughs> next time. It's fine. And that's what his teammates said. It's like he, he attacked this. I mean, I didn't see what he said on Skylar Howard's page, but I imagine he attacked him as though he went out and said, you know what? I'm just going to play this game left-handed. I, I don't even care about this. Yeah. I'm just yeah. going to chuck it left-handed the entire time. It's going to be awesome. Well, and then, the, you know, the up and down nature of West Virginia fans, the fact that they're so fickle, the fact that they, you know, 
Well, we're winning, so we we have the greatest coach ever. We lost one game, and he needs to be fired. Go fuck yourself. The guy has built the program, and we've gotten better every year. We haven't really gotten better every year. Mm, I imagine we'll that's get, a matter of opinion. I, I imagine think, we'll get worse as the year goes on this year, just like we always do. <laughs> it does seem like that's what we do sometimes. I mean, within in recent years, yeah, yeah, it does seem. It seems that it gets in his head a little bit, maybe, and he doesn't. He gets a little more cautious, or but I'm not going to go on his Twitter page and. Say a hoagie. <laughs> yeah. Might I couldn't wa- do Might want to calm down with a Red Bull, son. Yeah. You know? No, keep the Red Bull coming. Yeah. I like it when you're screaming and hollering on the sidelines. God, it's awesome. He's so fucking. I just don't, I don't understand. He that. loses his shit. God, he loses his do shit. Do not understand that mindset of people either. trolling people. Like, when, whenever I, it's like if whenever I post a new song on SoundCloud or whatever, or whenever I put that that album out two years ago that you can get at Dutch Underwood and dirtyshame.bandcamp.com for free. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And people that have never done anything in their life creative just would just openly shit on me. They, they no, really? No, nobody did. But it, it would be like that. But you're, you know, not to. Amazing. Be this guy. It, it's good. It's, I know. It's we good. listen to songs on there and they're good. And, you know, I don't. <laughs> it's like with my writing. You know, I, I try now not to bash writers. You know, that being said, you know. It's one thing to, to bash. But to go to that person on their Twitter or their Facebook or whatever it is and just openly shit on it. I don't care if whenever I, whenever I put a song out, if people are amongst themselves, like this fucking guy, fucking corny ass motherfucker putting out these stupid songs about his dead relatives. What a fucking piece of shit. But if you come at me and say that, oh, I'm going to give you a lashing. There's going to be, especially if you've never done anything creative in your life, just like Skylar Howard, like, these Monday morning quarterbacks shitting on him. Well, it, you know, and it puts or, me in- or uh, fighters like UFC. Oh, fighters. Pe- yeah. People shit on them. Oh, after yeah. they lose. You are worthless after you lose. Please. That motherfucker <laughs> would do things to you that you wouldn't even couldn't even imagine. The guys in the C League would do things to you that you can't even yeah. imagine. I mean, it's just uh, I, I, I don't it, sports. Sports are strange because they're not works of creativity or are they i mean they can in the moment i mean i saw major harris and pat white steve slayton do some pretty creative things at times let's uh <laughs> let's discuss that for a second some but, of the after we've but every, everybody this. thinks that uh everybody thinks they can do it They're like right i played high school football i could have completed those passes why didn't you why didn't you get a scholarship to wvu or any other school and and do that then i know yeah. you didn't right so shut the fuck up I mean, and both of us played in high school, and I used to have illusions that I've ca- could have gone further with hard enough work and shit. No, there's no way. You could have. You probably could have played college. I could have played college for a small college. You know, I think I could have played even maybe if I'd really worked hard. Maybe somebody years ago now when one double A Marshall. I think I might have been able to play for Marshall, but I wouldn't have started, and I wouldn't have. I might not have got even got any playing time, you know. Learned a long snap. Everybody's always looking for. Yeah, a long that's snap. true. <laughs> um, that that being said, that's just a, a, a set of abilities, you know, that not everyone possesses. And people try to equate this one. Well, I can. I'm in the gym. I'm strong. I can do this. That means I can play football. No, that doesn't mean that at all. You see your feet. Yeah. Well, can you do a karaoke. Let me see. Well, not only that, let's just see your explosiveness. Let's see, you know, it's called specificity, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't care. I know a guy right now, or a couple of guys, like we've talked about before, in this valley, 
in this state, we have at least four of the strongest human beings I've ever heard of. Could any one of them play high, uh, college football at, at an elite level or, or pro football? No. Not if you've never done it. No. It's something. It, it's something. It's like anything else. Like I can, like I can watch the linemen and I can critique what they're doing, mm-hmm. like technique wise, right? But all of them would throw me around at one of my best day whenever I was in high school. Absolutely, one of my best day mm-hmm. because they're bigger, stronger, more powerful than I was. Exactly. But I did have good technique and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But sometimes the te- power and technique, like. They say technique will beat power. No, no, that's not no, true. No, no, I mean, no. I've seen guys with uh, way better technique than Brock Lesnar get their fucking faces pounded in. Right. But uh, I can critique that. But if I see a guy miss a block or his feet are in the wrong place, I'm not going to go to his Twitter page and just fucking read the riot act to him about the fucking, <laughs> the fucking first Was step. that a fucking swim move, you piece of shit? Can you not get through that fucking line? Where's your rip technique? Where's your fucking... You know? <laughs> or the offensive lineman. Oh, oh you, didn't, you didn't feel like a read step was, uh, was necessary on that play where the fucking DN blew right by? You piece of shit. You piece of garbage. I hope your mother dies. Yeah, they're... Dude, it's, that's sad. That's fucking... And- Stupid. That's that's another reason I've said this before, and I'm never going to do this. Well, especially not now. But uh, <laughs> you were thinking about trolling some athletes on Twitter. No, no, <laughs> I was t- thinking about getting rid of social media. But you're always thinking about. It. I know I'm always thinking about it, and my reasons are always valid. And it's never not a good idea. It's always a good idea. But I keep it on there for this for our yeah, show. I do it. For, I keep it on there for this and for the music thing that. Uh, I hardly do anymore, but whenever I do it, I want to do it big. And I want to, like, I, I want to, at some point, I'm going to, like, put money into this and the music and, like, have sponsored posts where people, maybe people that are just on my timeline will see it. Huh? I said, I'll, I'll, well, yeah, whatever. I'll just go ahead and say it. I said, we'll just, I was going to discuss it after the show about because, uh, Facebook bo- and Twitter, boosting posts and stuff the, like Facebook that. Facebook and Twitter hides them unless you boost them. So even when it's from so on, I thought on my we could page. you know I mean I have extra income I thought we could boost Look at Mister Moneybags over there I was wondering why you were wearing a monocle <laughs> and a top hat <laughs> one of those ones that collapses down then I pop it back out yeah huh? <laughs> it's, it's the fucking epitome of class hey I've got spats on <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what spats are <laughs> those things that go over the top of your shoes oh yeah the Scrooge McDuck wore with no shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker never wore pants either <laughs> And he dove it <laughs> He would be a tailor's nightmare <laughs> Oh, family guy where Peter tried to dive into the money oh! <laughs> It's not a liquid <laughs> It's just a bunch of solids <laughs> His bones are all broken <sighs> I'm tired I'm tired of screaming about people trolling athletes on social media Okay, then how do you feel about Okay Like <laughs> You want to talk about the Amy Schumer thing? Is that where you were going? Let's let's talk about that. Okay, this is, and I'm trying not to segue this into something politics because I really don't want to discuss politics. I'm we're discussing creative things right now. But the racism moniker done, finished. Quit fucking saying it. It, it holds. If no, everybody's it, racist, it, nobody's racist. Exactly. So I am sick to fucking death of hearing. I'm going to discuss this in a second. This this links back to Game of Thrones and something I put up the other day and fucking pissed me off. And nobody would take the bait and argue with me about it because <laughs> I really wanted to take him down a peg. Anybody who fucking believe this. Okay. Um, she is doing something creative and comedic. She is doing something that part of comedy is challenging people 
intellectually and making them somewhat uncomfortable sometimes. Bill Burr, Bill Burr does it all the fucking time. Bill Burr and fucking nobody swims ha- in it. And he nobody has the guts to say anything. I can't to. wait to see his new hour. He's going to be awesome. He's He recorded at the Ryman last Friday. Yeah. Uh, Rogan does it. I mean, you have his, I've not watched his stuff. His, so. his newest one, it's it's really good. Yeah. And he's got uh, the uh, Caitlyn Jenner bit at the end that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, he gets real physical now. <laughs> he gets really physical? Yeah, he does like... Like the Dane Cook thing where he uh, acts stuff out. He t- sort of took that from... Well, no, nah, I don't want to shit on Dane Cook because I fucking laughed at him. I thought he was great, but... He had a couple of things he did that I thought. Yeah, I think were, he accidentally stole jokes. I don't think he did it on purpose. Whereas, like Mencia would do it on purpose. But um, I'm not going to shit on Dane Cook. I, d- I just don't find. I don't necessarily find him people funny. Like uh, fucking um, Pat Oswalt, he he challenges the audience. Uh, yeah, Bill Burr does it. Like Bill Burr will start a joke and people cringe, and he'll just be like, "Oh, oh, really?" And then he'll get into it. like the one where he's talking about uh, Jesus Christ. Even I started to cringe on this one. Talking about the domestic, domestic violence. violence. <laughs> what do you think these beatings just fall out of the sky? <laughs> he's like, "I'm gonna." Hit. What did he say? He's like, "I'm, I'm gonna." He said, "I'll bump you the fact. I'll go ahead and admit there are some fucking Neanderthal guys out there." And they're like, "Doing a casserole and just start swinging." Okay, <laughs> I, we're, we'll agree to that. But can you ladies admit that these? The beatings just don't fall out of the fucking sky <laughs> And he's got a point Trying to find out where two people got to that point You know what I mean Yeah And that makes so pe- people so uncomfortable Because it sounds like apologizing for a domestic matter It's not It's not at all and when It's t- discovering why those things happen And they'll take the just a little clip of The him snippet And then play and, oh, He's a misogynist He's a domestic violence And you know what Bill Burrow do It's he, that look he, he always does He'll not respond He will say nothing Go fuck yourself. That's about, that's about as far as, as far as it'll go. But uh, back to Schumer, she's been labeled as a racist because she put out a video with her and her friends acting out a uh, her and Goldie Hawn and a couple other people acting out a um, Beyonce, Beyonce video. video. Yeah, and so she's racist. How is that racist? Beyonce like put it out on her. I know, but how title. how in that in 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 any way could that be construed as racist? Well, because you're taking the creative work of a woman of color and putting it out as your own. Eat a dick. I can't stand that shit. I cannot stand that fucking way of thinking. I cannot stand. You know, the right sucks. The right sucks ass. The alt right people like Tony Laren. I wish somebody would bury an axe in Tony Laren's face. I can't stand that bitch. Not really. She's twenty two. She didn't really know what she's saying. She's pretty. She's been given a script. Yeah. Actually, there are videos of her when she's been attacked with issues, like at backstage and stuff, and she doesn't know what to say. Because, of course not. Because she's not. There's nothing of value going on in her head. She's not. I can inf- promise you. No, that. I'm not saying she's unintelligent. I'm saying that she's not informed about the subjects. She's been given a a line, and she is to read. That being said, Glenn Beck attacked Trump, Donald Trump the other day, and it was kind of fucking awesome. Anyway, <laughs> um, this cultural uh, appropriating culturally. Where what happened to the idea that? Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. You know what I mean? You're doing something because you like that. What is wrong with imitating it? You know, and now I, we uh, we all get the guy like the and, guy in the blackface. There, and, yeah, well, no, not only that, the caricature of like the, you know the wigger kid, you know all that stuff. That's the fucking dumbest shit ever. And by the way, that's over. 
Have, have you noticed that there are people who are our age who are doing it now and it, it never got old with them <laughs> and it's fucking stupid as shit? Like, wow, you never fucking grew out of that. By the way, society knows you're a piece of shit now just because you're wear, always wearing a wife beater and basketball shorts and sandals <laughs> or you're fucking, you know what I mean? Those fucking guys. That rep group's never taken off, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> That entirely white denim outfit, not going to fit. Um, anyway, but. I thought it was sharp. <laughs> Dutch, you got to get rid of it. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. Can I, can I keep the fedora? Yeah, you can keep the fedora. Awesome. We'll, we'll, do, okay. we'll, we'll do that. Okay. I'll bump you that one. <laughs> that that hill figure outfit's got to go. Okay, fine. <laughs> you mean the one that's the entire flag? Yes. Like I mean, the, the, it, it's it's velour. It's just got to go. It's comfy as shit, though. Can I, I just wear it around the you house? You can wear it around the house. Okay. All sweet. right. We'll we'll hang it in the closet next to Aaron's onesie. When he comes over here, <laughs> you guys can wear that together. I'm going to get that. I'll put on the Superman. Onesie. I'll put on the Superman feety pajamas. Sweet. It'll be great. It'll be great. We'll have fun. That's what I'm going to do for the wintertime. I'm going to get us all onesies to wear. <laughs> <laughs> Elena just sitting over there fuming, <laughs> just angry as fuck. I forgot I was going to put something up for their uh, for their anniversary. Put up a picture of a Batman onesie I found on Amazon or something for a man. <laughs> like, look what I got here for your guys' anniversary. You'll never have sex today. Um, but anyway, uh, there's the Amy Schumer thing. Okay, that's just stupid. Attacking that that's stupid. Attacking her for telling a racist joke is stupid. Attacking anyone for telling a racist joke when it's meant to be funny and with no malice behind it is fucking stupid. Um, Unless you're just being like, just being a racist. Yes, I'm talking about malice. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and when, like pointing. Hey, hey, you hear about this? And that's the yeah. setup. That's the setup. Not, uh, you know, I used to date Mexican guys, but I like my sex consensual. That's a joke. That's a joke. She's being a, it's she, what she used to do is called absurdist. Like she would just say stupid things as uh, as um, segues into other other things. Right. Like one of her jokes opened up like this: "My mother's cunt." Hear me out. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Okay. No, is she being motherist, misogynist? She's, She's yeah. being misogynist to her own mother. That's crazy. That's where the left has gone. They're so full of shit. That they can't even fucking see it. They want exact, like the thing with the, uh, now, like we were talking about on black campuses, you know, where, you know, they don't want white kids in because they want safe zones and shit like that. You know what that is? Segregation! Yeah, look, that's what that we is. We talked about this a million times. The, the right and the left both want the exact same yeah, thing, but they want but it. But it bears reasons. repeating for this yeah. Amy Schumer thing. They want it for different reasons, but yeah, it's true. Um, and then there's this, okay? I'm going to pull this one in. Somebody went after George R. R. Martin because he said it was a black director, and he said, um, I'd like to see more people of color on Game of Thrones. I think that he locks out characters of color. I was like, you are a fucking idiot, and here's why. <laughs> Game of Thrones is based in Westeros. Westeros is only Europe. That's what it is, and the British Isles combined into one landmass. That's what it is. What group of people are going to be predominant in a alt Earth, Europe, fucking white people. <laughs> and are those white people going to allow or, you know, as because in that time period, that crazy world, whatever in that is. crazy world and that time period that it is mirroring in our own planet, what kind of fucking 
world would it be if those people weren't fucking racist? <laughs> Do you think the people of Westeros are going to accept a black king over them? You got to be out of your fucking mind. There's no way they would do that. There's no way they would allow a black person in a position of power in Westeros. Only, you know, not real power anyway. Not heading a house, not being part of a royal family, not even maybe being part of the military or something like that. That's the way it fucking works. And if you have a culture on that planet too, where it's black people who are running everything, a white person's not going to do it on, in the opposite. See what I'm saying? That's fucking stupid to even consider. And it takes away from the intellectual property. I'm not going to homogenize and make something fucking stupid by not making my fucking characters racist in something based in a middle age type age of ignorance. Okay? Ned Stark's a racist. Ned Stark's a racist. Probably. Everybody in the North is a fucking racist. That's the way it fucking is. Whether they know it or not. They're racists against other white people. They're racists against wildlings. They, they're racists against Dornish people who are kind of like Mexicans. How do you fuck do you think they would feel about people of color in Game of Thrones, by the way, called the Summer Islanders, people from Yeti, the Dothraki savages? They've even called them that. That's what they think. You're not going to change that. <laughs> And homogenize it because that would be fucking stupid. Let's all be equals but kill each other for no apparent reason. Fuck that. They're not going to do that. Half the reason they're killing each other is because they're fucking racists. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't understand what people want out of out of that and just make everything everything has to be rosy and like there's no story there. Then there's no story. That's exactly what. That's my point. That half. You know. Okay. The Targaryens were so concerned with keeping their bloodlines pure, like. Ancient lines of kings and stuff like that, the blood of lesser men, quote unquote, that they were inbred. That's one of the things. They're all inherently just racist. Like the, just like the British royal family. The British royal family, the Egyptians, uh, certain uh, African empires that they can trace, like the Ethiopian Empire when it was massive, which they actually think the Egyptians were just an arm of a giant Ethiopian empire, you know. People don't understand history, and therefore that makes them stupid. Because well, they think that uh, that Game of Thrones is just a made-up world that isn't actually sort of loosely based on. Uh, they haven't done their homework. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, absolutely based around. It's actually based actual. On, not, it, maybe not things that happened, but no, it's, it's based, based on actual events too. It's based on uh, the War of the Roses that happened in England, where all these families contending for for a throne that was left without an heir. That's what it's based on, and y- yes. You know, the characters of color that they have are going to be in places like across the sea in Bravos and, you know, and all those places. You're going to have people of color. As a matter of fact, he actually, they actually were conscious of that. So some of the characters in the book that weren't black, they made them black. Like the captain of the guard in, in, uh, Dorn, the, the big dude that was like the guy, the guy around the wheelchair. Remember that storyline? It wasn't very, yes. very, it wasn't a very good one. I think I remember. They fucked it up because it's really awesome in the book. In the book, he's not black. He's this big bearded giant dude with a place from a place that's kind of like Finland or Russia or something like that. Norvos, it's called. And because they knew that and they wanted to give it some, some color, add some, you know, literally add some color to it, they made him black. The translator girl who fell in love with the eunuch, Missande, who, who, by the way, is dead in the book. They killed her and she was only eight in the, in the book is white. She's white. She's from Lysine. The Lysinians are white skinned. 
he made this, he wrote this fantasy as he wanted to write it. And because it had to get in Hollywood's hands, and people have, do have a point when it comes to this, this fucking crazy coffeehouse fucking liberalism that even Patton Oswalt fucking talked about when they were watching a John Wayne movie that said Texas 1860. And then uh, he heard somebody in the back of the theater say, you know, when the men were sitting around eating and stuff and the women were serving them, oh, yeah, let's just sit around let the, and, and serve the men. And then we'll go out and kill the Native Americans. He said, ma'am, it's Texas. 1860. What the fuck do you expect? That is precisely what they were going to exactly. do. <laughs> exactly. He said, the, "Good call." <laughs> he said, "The West was settled by big racist psychopaths." That's what. I, that's what it fucking is. You can't do. That. That's why you're watching a movie right now and you're looking at your iPhone and you're mad. Exactly. <laughs> that's fucking dumb. So that that is my that is my take on the whole racial appropriationism and the fact that we have to include every if you're writing an intellectual property I'm writing one right now and I can tell you this every every culture that I'm depicting in the fantasy that I'm writing are a bunch of fucking racists that's the way it is. Well, it's because there's no conflict otherwise. It'd be like in wrestling if everybody was a baby face and they shook hands after every match. <laughs> See? <laughs> there's exactly. No, there's no conflict. Exactly. There's, there's, what, what are we fighting for? What are we fighting over? Why are we? Why do you want to kill me? Why do I want to kill you? It, it doesn't make any sense. For the, if if, if uh, you can't have pieces of shit in movies and fiction, then you can't have bad guys. Then there's no conflict. And then we're just sitting around watching people drink coffee and jerk off. Exactly. It's it's gods and clods. It's all, it's all these different things. It's like this. They're making a movie about, uh, well, let's discuss one of them with one of my newly favorite actors again, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is with 47, with 47 Ronin. Are you fucking kidding me? 47. Is it, was that the Kung Fu movie they did? It's a samurai movie. Fucking. And you're going to have a white guy who's, uh, he's part Hawaiian, I guess, but you know, he's a white guy. You're going to have him in a movie called 47 Ronin. No, unless you really explain that in such a way as in this guy was such a great fighter. See, that's where the conflict comes in. Because to make that character cool, and that is actually a segue into a cool character. Say, okay. Quick side note, you know, uh, preparing for John Wick, he spent 40 hours a week training to be a badass. That's fucking awesome. I bet you Keanu Reeves could legit beat a lot of ass. Yeah, like um, all the stuff with the guns, it shows him going through a fucking um, obstacle course with the gun and popping off shots and fucking hitting dead center every time. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. I, I love John Wick. John Wick is <laughs> John great. Wick is the best. Can't wait to see the next. I'm going to go buy that it tomorrow. It should win all the Oscars. It should. It's just the best movie. <laughs> We're going to create a new category for John Wick. What's it called? Baddest fucking movie ever. It wins every year. Um, and it has to be that baddest. Yeah. Because <laughs> that movie is bad in the 80s, 80s sense of the, of the world. Oh, it's just fun. It's, it's tremendous. It's, it's one of those where. You remember that hacky premise? The kids of the day, everything's bad. So does bad mean good now? <laughs> what if something actually is bad? You call it good? <laughs> Every 80s comedian had that. Yeah, exactly. Um, What's the deal? <laughs> I was going to say, say I was going to create a character. Like, I'm right now I'm writing in a, uh, like, Game of Thrones, except I did it with Japan. I made a pseudo-Japanese type place, and everybody's Japanese, except. Are you turning Japanese? <laughs> I think I'm turning Japanese. I think I'm turning Japanese. Um, <laughs> God, that's so fucking awful. <laughs> but anyway. If I were, and I'm going to do some other cultures, you know, 
and there are going to be characters that are out of place. But the reason that they are out of place and jarring is because they don't belong there because they're not from there. The reason they got to where they are is because they were better than everybody else. See what I'm saying? Like the Mongols. I, I guess <laughs> the Mongols were better than everybody else. I know, but I'm talking about like an individual. Yeah. Like say you have a, a say you have a structure. Like you have a group of say let's just say samurai, and they're drawn from one class, one group of people, and they were. This is historical. They're born into it. They're it's hereditary. But say there's a guy out there who's so fucking good at fighting that he has cut his way into it. And he's a black man or something like that. See what I'm saying? Yeah. They have to give him a space at the table because he's that fucking good. That's a compelling character. Not just because, hey, we're all homogenous and want to be equals. We're just going to let you in. Fuck you. You're not fucking welcome. And the guy says, oh, I'm not. And he pulls out his sword and fucking kills everybody. That's a great character. There's we have drama. Like you were saying, it ramps it up. You have gods and clods. You have all kinds of cool shit happening. Yeah, everybody, it can't, everything just can't be agreeable or else there's. You can't write stories. Look at our Rainbow Guard, which actually was a thing in Game of Thrones, by the way, <laughs> where, where we have one from every color because we wanted everybody to be represented. Fuck you. That would never happen. Not in a medieval not mindset. It doesn't we're even happen let, now. We're not letting that black skin savage into this fucking group. Are you fucking? We're not letting that yellow skin savage, this red skin savage, or if it's reversed, that white skin savage into this fucking group. I heard a new racial slur. What? Shit skin. <laughs> And in, to which group were they referring? Anybody not white, I guess. Uh, well, you know, I, I got to give them all points for creativity, I suppose. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a it's a it's a tough a, one. It's a harsh one. That's a yeah. Whew. Somebody sat around and thought about that. Yeah, <laughs> I really hate this group. Let Let's me see, think. Take all the bad words I can think of and match them up with skin. Their plot hound was out shitting or something, <laughs> and then rolling around in it, and they hmm. l- looked at their house. And they, Shit skin. Hmm. I like that. Hey, hey, hey. You know what we're going to call not white people from now on? What's that? Shit skins. Perfect. <laughs> High five. Drink it old Milwaukee. Make out. Beat their wife. <laughs> because they're not. Beat their wife because they're not men. They want them to be. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, well, I had something else I wanted to. Oh, let me get this tuned up for you. Nice. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Chut is back. <laughs> A new cover of Radiohead Creep. Chut. Chut is life. <laughs> sounds almost exactly like Tom York, too. I just love always the same camera. Here it comes. <laughs> it's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Can we get Chut on the show? I'm not sure. Let's he's become let's, a bit of a phenomenon. Let's see if we. Oh, has he? I think he's got like 115,000 YouTube subscribers. <laughs> Does that mean he's rich now? I don't know. How does that translate? Well, he, do, he doesn't have any ads on his videos, so, so they're not giving him any. No. Like us, he's he's brilliant. Yeah, nobody knows about yeah, nobody cares. Yeah. So he's got 115,000 subscribers. He's doing a lot better than us, <laughs> considerably. You'll never shine. It's perfect. 
Do you think this was a bet that he said, I can set any song to All Star? Watch. And first, like, no, you can't. You fat fuck. Go eat another donut. I want to see how he transitions into the second verse. <laughs> seamless. Uh, fucking seamless. He's like fucking Brian Politano out on the ice. He's amazing. I, I mean, they. This guy's amazing. Chut. Chut is life. I hope they have a Chut t-shirts. <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh my god, it's amazing. Hear that? Chucka. You know why I did that? Why? Johnny Greenwood, a guitar player, hated that song when they were recording it. Mm-hmm. So he made the, the biggest, loudest noise he could whenever they were recording it. And uh, the producer was like, oh, oh yeah, that's great. It's perfect. <laughs> that's turning into the biggest hit. That's a great song. It really is. My favorite song by them is uh, High and Dry, though. What if, is he going to do the... He's doing it. <laughs> Chuck's got some pipes. <laughs> the boy can sing. Sex on chocolate, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you can hold a note. <laughs> Fucking Chut. <laughs> Killing it. <laughs> oh, God, Chut. Oh man He's gonna do it again Oh no he just goes back into the regular song Alright fuck you <laughs> Damn it Chut You're amazing and we love you <laughs> Friend of the show Friend of the Chut. show Chut <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anything else you wanna talk about? Uh, I didn't do a subreddit of the week Just go back to r slash butt sharpies you'll, you'll figure out what it is <laughs> It's it's in the title. It's amazing. Should have done a period report. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? You want to call this an ep? Well, I think we can call it an ep. I think uh, we yeah, have bloviated about two hours there. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, we, we did it. It's been done. We did it. We did it. We did it. Yay. All right. I'm done. You done? I'm done. I'm tired. Gosh. Um, yeah, thanks guys for listening. Uh, again, you can get us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, um, anywhere podcasts are aggregated. Um, I hope you had a safe and happy Halloween. Um, I plan on getting one of your mothers pregnant post haste. I'm not going to say which, so be on the lookout for that. <laughs> it's going to cliffhanger to next week's show. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's about it, dude. Okay, brother. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Love you. Go fuck yourselves. (laughs) 